Good morning, and welcome to Being the Change Now. Good morning, Sherry. Good morning, Ashwini. Our assignment for this week. Notice life as change in you and around you. Notice transiency as an essential quality of existence. Notice the truth of the teacher's statement, it will pass. Notice life's ebbs and flows, its appearances and disappearances, its comings and goings. Notice your experience of being ever-changing. Notice what it feels like to be in the rhythm of Kia, just arising. Also, notice conditioned mind attempt to seize the moment, to capture it in memory, ossify it into sameness, wrestle it into the continuity of narrative. Notice how life rolls on sublimely indifferent to ego's, ego's grasping. All right, here's our first caller. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hi, this is Vanessa and Corvallis. Hey, Vanessa. What Hi. are you seeing? <laughs> well, I'm seeing how um, when it's a negative, of what I perceive as a negative experience, um, it's when I say, you know, it shall pass, I'm relieved. And then, um, mm-hmm. but when it's a, when it, when I'm in a situation I enjoy, um, I, I, it, it doesn't feel like that. It feels very much more like, oh, I wish this, <laughs> I wish this could stay. So, it's just, this is what I'm seeing. Well, and it's that's a really important thing to be seeing, right? Because that's mm-hmm. how ego oh, yeah. pulls you out of that situation, right? Because right? it could make right. it say. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is, yeah, this is going to pass. Boy, I don't want to miss a second of this. Right. Wow. Yeah, it, I, just, I just blow right past that and go into, oh, this is not going to last. <laughs> uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. And we, and we forget that thing I think we talked about yesterday, but, you know, the Alan Watts image of what would your favorite piece of music sound like if pick any note never ended. Mm. Yeah, that would be right? terrible. It would be, it would be hell, right? It would mm-hmm. be one of mm-hmm. those torture systems. Yeah, right. yeah. Right. So just right. seeing how right. ego does that all, as, and of course what we get to see is as if ego wants things to stay wonderful forever. Right. I don't I think so. <laughs> Lying so-and-so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So how how yeah. are you going to approach that then when it does it to you? Because you I, know, bet it will I again. haven't gotten there yet. I was just in the uh, I was just in the looking at it phase. How 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 should I approach it? Mm-hmm. Well, it seems like d- redirecting attention away from that conversation to yeah. enjoying the moment would be a a good first yep. step, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And probably yeah. watch ego start an argument then. Well, yeah, <laughs> but what... A, <laughs> all, all ego arguments starting with, well, yeah, mm-hmm. but... Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let, let us know. Thank huh? you. Okay. Thank Sounds you. Good. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks, Vanessa. So it's always helpful to reframe because we've, know, we've seen this in our year long from uh, previous years. The answer is always in the conversation. It's just framed in a way that we miss it. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. It, it, it is always the case. Isn't it? Ego is always saying exactly what is so, 
but it says it in a way that we're trained to miss. That is such a good point. Yeah. All right. Here's our next caller. You're now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hi, this is Gail in Arizona. Hey, Gail. What are you seeing? So when I, when I was uh, actually surprised to see, which tells me there was a lot of beliefs and assumptions that I still am looking at, was how looking at it'll pass led me to caring. Huh. And uh, what I mean by that was is I was looking at the life cycle of things, you know, the birth and the youth and then the maturing and then the aging and the dying and uh, um, and how that we're all passing, you know, the plants and the animals and us are all passing through that. And I was seeing how ego is saying, well, you know, you're really vulnerable when you're really, really young and you're really, really old. But then in the middle, you know, you're supposed to be taking care of everybody else. And then at the ends, they're supposed to take care of you. And, you know, and it had this whole shtick going there. And what I saw was suddenly we always need care. <laughs> yes, don't read. Yes. And that yes. we're all interconnected and everything always needs care because exactly because it's always changing. Mm-hmm. Yes, so much of what you're saying, uh, Gail, may, let me see if I can reflect it, reflect the pieces that I heard, which is noticing that the fact, the fact of it, sh- it too shall pass or this will pass brings us to transiency, right? And noticing that everything is rising and falling and what is born dies and things go through all of these life cycles. And as soon as we are present to that, we can notice the conditioning that moves to that, well, for you, it moved you to caring Mm -hmm. and the qualifications around caring, right? That, That when you're in the sort of, when you're very young or very, you're very old, then that is how you're conditioned to believe. Uh, those are the sort of stages in life where we're conditioned to believe that the most care needs to be exercised. Whereas care is always something that we, we experience and exercise because we appreciate the transiency of life arising and falling. It's only in ego's world that there's young and there's old and there's in between and you, you don't die till the till you're old or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But if we're here in the moment, then we, we recognize that we care in every moment because every moment is the only moment we have and everything is so precious. So consciency actually makes me care in every moment rather than uh, the sort of full continuity of ego where care is assigned to certain places in life and oftentimes in those places because we're so out of practice with caring we can't access it <laughs> or receive it especially receive it or, or receive it what yeah. a good point yeah or receive it and i also saw that there's all these different levels of caring and and it kind of tied back to the projection workshop on sunday about vulnerability and tender-heartedness where when you can't, when you don't allow yourself to see how actually vulnerable everything always is, I mean, we're also very strong too. It's like that's another duality. But the point is, is that how really precious everything yes. is on all these different levels and just the responses to be tenderhearted and to care. Yes, yes, absolutely. That vulnerability is really can be retranslated into preciousness, right? Yes. That, that yes. transiency, that 
think about death in, 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 in certain aspects of Buddhism really, really allows us to be in touch with the quality of life, its immediacy, its preciousness, its fragility, and, and from that place, a, a, a level of caring that's so much broader and deeper than how we're conditioned to approach it. Yes, that's, that's it. And, <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and I project, right, that vulnerability you're talking about, right, Gail, which is the, I, I don't, I, where we experience transiency, uh, where we equate transiency to the loss of something. Mm-hmm. Rather, oh, the, 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 oh, you know, I'm going to lose it, or it, doesn't, it shouldn't be this way. It gets, so the, the fact of transiency gets mutated by the conditioning to be correlated with something it's not which is why we close ourselves down because we don't want to be present to the, uh, the nature of how life is because that is equated immediately with pain rather than allowing us to be in touch with aliveness, right? Yes, I, it was, yeah, exactly. The, how it actually, appreciating how it actually is is like a really profound practice. Yes. Yes, and allows us to access that caring without the without what we were talking about on Sunday, the the suffering that is put on top of it, right? Because it's seen as something as that it isn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Take care. Sherry? Oh, I might have lost Sherry. And it, Hang on a second. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, you're back. You're back. You know, uh, I, I have new earbuds because, you know, people who have been following along know I've been uh, in a little opportunity workshop with my phone. And so uh, I think uh, they had a better idea there for a second. So all I was saying is that it's a profound practice that you two were describing and a happy one because we get to appreciate everything that uh, is arising, as people were talking about, was it yesterday? Um, that Everything that's arising, everything that is coming into being um, and uh, to enjoy that and appreciate it and love that, very happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, here's our next caller. You're now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hi, this is Christina in Southern California. Well, hello, Christina. What are you seeing? Well, um, gosh, I'm seeing a lot. I'm having a hard time um, articulating right at this moment. Um, And it's mostly that part of... uh, I guess I, I'm, um, gosh, I didn't want to press mute today because I, I knew I wasn't um, present, but that's why I did it, or unmute today. <laughs> that's why I did it, because that's mm. what the, the practice is. So tell, tell so me I'm about just here in not, transitions. Not, <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. No, that's all. I'm just... Um, 
I'm just in a relationship with someone who's really suffering, and um, I'm in a caregiving situation, and it's just really hard. And the the teaching of this too shall pass is most definitely helpful, and it um, it's really hard to find the joy. And I, you know, I just I just get really identified with. God, I wish this would pass. You know? uh-huh. Or, you know, and on the one hand, go ahead. Yeah. Well, I, I'm just curious. Is, is this somebody who's dying? Is it somebody no. who's no. really sick? Somebody who's really disappointed? Or, uh, yeah, it's someone what's who's the suffering? His, the suffering is mental health related issues. Aha. Aha. Okay. And and so you are suffering over somebody else's mental health issues because in that in that mental health state uh, difficulty that they're in they are suffering right and it's um, it's just a volatile situation that I I'm just confronted with all the time and uh-huh. it's really difficult. Uh, is it difficult? Let's define difficult, okay? okay? Is it scary? Is it sad? Is it all of, yeah, so the, all of those and more? <laughs> it's all of those um, and more, and it's, it's discombobulating too. You know, um, part of it is just my own desire for things to stay the same, which is an ego concept of, you know, and because when somebody's, struggling like that there are it's like you're doing 360s constantly like you're in a state of okay this moment there's joy and happiness and then this next moment it's just extreme sadness and anger and then you know it's like being on a merry-go-round multiple times a day oh i see christina so you really (laughs) are being required to be present Oh my God! Yeah, yeah. What what a misery, right? There's just no going to sleep, is there? Because you don't know what's going to happen in the next second, right? And most of the time, we think we do, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, um, okay, so I get it that you that that you're you're uh, required in some way to be there for this other person. Are you there for the for the person who is? Uh, going through this uh, um, enforced waking up? <laughs> yeah, I've taken a lot of measures to um, to make it so that I have more time to support myself and um, and no, I'm have, talking oh, about oh. I'm talking about dropping all the standards. Oh on. The standards, all standards, so on well, me, be, on the person, on... Well, yeah, because what usually happens when we uh, come up with more time to take care of ourselves, that <laughs> means, uh, that translates into a uh, better ability to uh, keep it together. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, that's that, absolutely what I'm, I'm seeking, yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh, I, yeah, I suspected that. Rather than, oh, we have two people here struggling with mental illness issues. <laughs> oh okay yeah yeah because there's somebody there who uh, you know all the stuff that has worked in the past it apparently isn't working quite as well and so then ego wants 
to get miserable over that. Now, is it really miserable over that? Of course it's not. But it wants to, it wants to appear miserable over that because then that will make something wrong with all of it. Well, I have karma of needing to fix things. You know, like I'm... Yeah. I always want to... I mean, that's just what yeah. I'm here to do. Right? That's right. And how, yeah. were you, how were you going to get past that? By, by being able to fix everything or by having the stakes get higher and higher and higher until you have to face it? You know, I can't fix this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's awful, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And yet it's wonderful for that person who's been held to that standard. Because uh, that's, you know, I, I just, I pictured whatever beast of burden you like uh, to put in there who just goes on no matter what, no matter what happens. She just has to keep showing up and fixing things. Keep, keep, keep making it better. Keep, keep it together. Keep, keep, keep. terrible burden so maybe the thing that we want to hope passes is uh, ego's ability to make a person believe that they are superhuman yeah I've just been so lucky and blessed all my life and I mean not that it has been without its struggles but you know I've been made to believe that I can I can fix things and I can make everything fine and um, that's right and the reality is you can't and I can promise you there was going to come a day when you were going to have to face that and I just hope that you will be grateful that the day has come Set that burden down. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You'll you'll let us know how you do with this piece of the puzzle, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm guessing there's really nothing to do. No. Except uh, I'm I'm hoping that you will take to heart the piece of there are two people really struggling. Yeah. Two people really, really, really struggling. Two people that really need care in this situation. And they don't need a superhero to come in and make everything go away. They need to be accepted and embraced. Yeah. Okay. Thank I you, Sherry. You Thank, Thank you. you. Take care. Thanks, Christina. Oh, Sherry, so can still relate to that. Uh, how how much we're conditioned to be beasts of burden? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Never see that. And, and never made see that. Yeah. Made to believe that that's the right person way to be. Yeah. And it's yeah. just cruel. Yeah. But somewhat a sign of weakness to confess to not being able to handle it. Right. 
Right. It, it, and of course, we can see. Not. Not. I'm Christina. Um, I hope won't take this personally. I think I know her well enough to know that she won't. But what we get to see in that is the arrogance. You know, everybody else can fall apart. Everybody else can hit places of weakness and struggle and suffering, but not me because I'm I'm different. I'm I'm different from everybody else. And oh, by the way, I'm better than everyone else. That's that's what gets that's what ego feeds upon. Now it's not, it's never presented that way, right? It's it's the right person, good person. It's just it's what you can do. It's who you are. You know, you've been given these gifts, and this is how you can use the gifts. And and that edge of um, how ego uses that against a person and how cruel it is. That's. That's what we don't get to see. And you know, the other thing about it, Ashwini, is it doesn't mean that a person doesn't still have all those gifts. You know, a person can still make a lot of stuff work, right? Uh, and that's a, that's a wonderful contribution, but not when it's done at the expense of the person. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, and it's such a... Uh, I mean, the, the, it, it, it's, it's complicated and very spiritual in that sense that it's the ego that has to go in that moment. The surrender mm-hmm. is the I that can do it, right? That, That's that right. The humility comes from, the, the letting go comes from that. And when we, when we right. let go of it, there's a way in which I can be truly helpful in the situation in the sense that I can own my experience and I can, uh, I can let other people own theirs, now there's yes. a way in which something can happen. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, of course, you know, uh, I'm always supportive of the, the sooner the better. You know, you don't, yes. don't want to wait until you get to the end of your life and have to face this. Um, if, we can do, if we can face these things earlier... That's good. Yeah. All right, here's our next caller. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hi, Ashwini. It's Ramita in Charleston. Hey, Ramita. I'm uh, reflecting on the conversation that was just had. And, uh, you know, I've experienced the change in the course of this radio show from feeling identified and, you know, listing what should I talk about? What if, you know, these sorts of mental cogitations and then just the, the, the heartfelt experience of coming here and um, resonating with what others have been experiencing and having that sympathetic sorrow in a way, I guess, that feeling of connection, um, that's been quite a transition just in these last few moments. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's sort of it, two things about that, right, Romina? One is uh, that's what we hope passes, right, the identification. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it does. And it does. And it does by a redirect of that attention, where when we move into life, when we, when we throb with uh, the authenticity that is witnessing uh, the, con- the compassion that's witnessing people's authentic human experience, then there's a very, very different way of being. 
Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. The it brought me to my own experience of uh, being a caretaker of my mom, and watching how that's changed over the years. Um, you know, from moments of experiencing the uh, the confrontation with what's way beyond me, but still makes me feel I need to do, fix, be, and uh, yeah, yeah. Well, and I, I project Amita what it brings us truly in touch with. I mean, there's a way in which we could say, yeah, we know suffering exists. We know that there's uh, old uh, sickness, old age, and death, right? And we we know that intellectually, we don't have an experience of that. And our lack of experience is is uh, is what we're in touch with. I mean, we have to drop out of the abstract when we confront it, because this is my experience of that. All of what I thought it was is not what it is. Yes. 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 And, that that and, somehow or the other that worldview allows me to have the ability to know how how I'm going to be in that situation or I, how I am with that experience. And until I am the experience, I don't know. But I'm finding out. Right, and and conditioning is always handy to go into the past and dredge up this or that example of well, you did it here, and you know, uh-huh. not to consider that and to come back to what's here now, what's what's truly needed, and like Sherry was saying, you know, recognizing my own suffering and taking mm-hmm. care of mine is mm-hmm. probably the best. It's, it makes me a much better helper. Uh, That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and it does put, put me in touch with what's beyond me, within quotes, right? I mean, the only yeah. places that I'm actually with life as life is, is when is in those situations where there is absolutely no way I can do anything. Otherwise, we never encounter that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you can you rephrase that? Oh, I don't think just, I just simply that. that simply that as long as I I am identified with what can fix and I'm faced with circumstances where that seems to within quotes work, I never surrender to okay. the fact that that what this is is way beyond me. As you said. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. And and then. You know, with that realization coming back to, you know, that I can't do this and dropping the identification, you know, there's all this support, all this incredible support that is available for myself. And, of course, it's available for my mother, too. You know, she may or may not tap into it, and I can have compassion for her and her, whatever conditioning is doing with her. And... uh, That's a whole different perspective than getting into action and using all of my life force to try to change something that's going on outside. Right, which, which as we come back to, cannot change. And there's so much in that perspective, right, Ramita, because what, what you're saying is when we drop the identification, we really see what's doing it all, right? It's not me that's doing any of this. Life is doing all of it. And in that inherent nature that we're looking at, it, it has no problem with the rising and falling. There's a complete adequacy in those movements. And that, that place from which compassion 
doesn't uh, make it wrong that life goes through these cycles or that there is a perceived uh, sense of uh, loss or inability or all of that that's within the realm of our experience. I feel helpless, but that's the I that's experiencing that cycle in that way, right? Yes. Yes, and that's what and I it, project on somebody else, assuming that that they need to be assisted because I feel helpless because what they're going through is wrong. Yes, yes. So it comes down to everyone is adequate to their experience. Myself, my mother, and interestingly, you you mentioned adequacy. That's that was the word that came up for me in Sunday's workshop about, uh, you know, the equality that I have difficulty um, accepting when I, you know, the quality of the mentor that I have difficulty seeing or accepting in myself. I see it, but it, it's often couched in this, this doing mentality, this, this mm-hmm. you know, this fixer. Qualified. Yeah. Not inherently adequate, but adequate as a consequence of being able to act and fix. Yes, yes, that conditional quality with that conditioning puts on us. Yeah. 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 Oh, well, I'm breathing a lot more deeply now, and I'm very mm. grateful. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, we have to straddle both, uh, right, Mamita, the, the recognition of life's cycles of, of, arising and disappearing if you take both of those as a continuum as well as assisting and and that's an and not a because of right yes yes both and yeah was there more no thank you so much thanks Amita take care And Jay, that brings us to the end of the show. Yes, it does. My gosh, life is big, isn't it? Oh, life is big. You know, it might be really interesting, uh, or I don't know if I'm going to do it. Maybe somebody would like to join me, uh, to do a recording of appreciation for the person um, who, who carries the burdens that we haven't recognized uh, there's the uh, ability to relieve them of. Mm. Oh, yeah. You know, all those shoulds, well, all those ways you, you have to be. You're going to yeah. do it with me? All right. All right, Absolutely. good. Maybe maybe other folks will too. All right. All right. Thank you, Ashwini. Thank you, everybody. Go happy. Go happy. <laughs> <laughs>